This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A curveball! It's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 206 of Brewers on Tap. Lane Grindle with you from the Big Apple, New York City. The Brewers getting set to open up a three-game series with the New York Mets before coming home for the final four games against the Reds before the All-Star break. Oh, the Brewers are red hot, as you know. Brewers finally losing on Sunday 2-0. It took the Pirates' Tyler Anderson to throw seven shutout innings and the Pirates' bullpen to complete a shutout of the crew to finally knock off the Brewers. They had won 11 in a row, had the crew just a couple games off the franchise record of 13 in the regular season set by Team Streak back in 1987 to start the year. Brewers' 11-game regular season winning streak, it is the second longest in franchise history, and the Brewers, of course, did it with great pitching, but unbelievable hitting as well. In the 11 wins, they averaged 7.6 runs per game. Really incredible stuff when you think about where this offense was back in April and in early May. So the Brewers sit 17 games over 500 at 51 and 34, but they got a lot of guys doing a lot of good stuff for them right now. There is a bunch of different guys contributing to this team's wins. Yes, the starting pitching has continued to be great. Corbin Burns has been outstanding. Brandon Woodruff has been outstanding. Freddie Peralta has been outstanding. And don't sleep on what Eric Lauer and what Adrian Hauser have been able to do. They have pitched extremely well for this team also. But you look at some of the averages now and some of the trends that are going on with this team offensively. Luis Urias had a tough series in Pittsburgh, but he was red hot coming into it. He had the big game against the Cubs, that wild 15-7 to win over the Cubs on Wednesday before this road trip began. It's been a tough road trip so far for Luis Urias, but he was at 247 coming into the road trip. He is now down to 233, but double digits in home runs now for Urias. He is uh, uh, near the top of the Brewers in almost every offensive category. He's been a really stabilizing figure in that infield, whether he's been playing second base, shortstop, or third base. He has been a really valuable part of this team. But other guys starting to really put some good numbers together. Avi Garcia had the four for six day on Saturday. He collects a base hit on Sunday. He's hitting 249 now. He drove in five runs on Saturday, did Avi Garcia. And so he's now on pace to, to come somewhere near 100 RBIs for the season. He's at 51 right now. We're past 81 games, obviously. But uh, still, impressive stuff from Avi Garcia. After he had kind of slowed down a little bit in the month of June, he has picked it back up so far here in July. Willie Adamas, what can you say about Willie Adamas? This has been the straw that stirs the drink for the Brewers. 
He's hitting 293 with the crew now. Just with the Brewers. 293, 13 doubles with the Brewers in 41 games, 8 home runs with the Brewers, 29 driven in, 20 walks. He has an OPS of 922, and that's just with the Brewers. Now, overall on the season, 13 home runs, 44 RBIs, um, really putting together a solid overall season now, too. He's hitting 247 on the year. Remember, he was hitting below 200 when the Brewers acquired him from the Rays. So Willie Adamas is one of the MVPs of this team at this point in time. No question about that. Christian Yelich, one of the best on-base artists right now in Major League Baseball, the second highest on-base percentage uh, in Major League Baseball, if he had enough at-bats to qualify for that. Keston Hira has been doing a lot of good stuff since he came back. That's been really encouraging. Jackie Bradley Jr. has a seven-game hitting streak going right now. And, of course, then you're talking about Jace Peterson. What Jace Peterson has done has been one of the real stories. With Colton Wong injured, kind of on and off that injured list over the last couple of months, it's been Jace Peterson that's really stepped up this year. Batting average up to 267 now. He has six doubles, a triple, three home runs. He's driven in 19. 18 walks, though. He has an on-base percentage of 385 and a slugging percentage of 456. That's an 841 OPS. If you're getting an 841 OPS from Jace Peterson, playing some second base, playing some third base, that's really good stuff. And that's one of the main reasons why this offense is doing what it is. So this this team is really starting to, to stretch out this lineup. One through eight, it has become a very good lineup and there are a lot less holes in it than there were maybe a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, and that's why this team is winning right now. Bullpens continue to be great. They're getting some good performances from that B bullpen. If, if the A bullpen is Boxberger, Williams, and Hader, the B bullpen is guys like Hunter Strickland, um, guys like Jake Cousins right now, and those guys are doing a great job keeping the Brewers in games and giving them a chance to come from behind. And in some cases, if the Brewers are up big, they're doing a good job of putting up zeros and letting that offense continue to pile on so they don't have to bring in a Devin Williams or a Josh Hader. But overall, really good stuff. This team is absolutely rolling. It's the hottest team in baseball. They have opened up a seven-game lead in the division over the Cincinnati Reds. They lead the Cubs by eight and a half games. They lead the Cardinals by ten games. Things are looking really up for the Brewers as they head toward the All-Star break. Speaking of the All-Star break, well, we know the Brewers have three All-Stars right now. We're hoping there's going to be more added to the mix before it's all said and done. The Brewers' All-Star grouping is, of course, Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns, two starting pitchers that have been 1-2 in this rotation all season long. They deserve it. There's no question about that. These guys have been near the top in every statistical category for starting pitching over the course of this year. I'm bummed for Freddie Peralta. I think he deserved his first all-star nod, just like Corbin Burns got his first all-star nod. But I think there's a chance Freddie Peralta gets added to this roster before it's all said and done. There will be guys that opt out because of maybe that they pitch on Sunday, so they're ineligible, or maybe they'll just say, hey, I, I want to protect my innings. I'm not going to go do that. I want to go home and be with my family. And I think if that happens, there's a really good chance Freddie Peralta gets added to this roster before it's all said and done. And then, of course, Josh Hader, a no-brainer. Josh Hader's been almost perfect this year. He is a two-time National League reliever of the year, and he's well on his way to winning it for a third year out of four. And guess who won it the other year? Devin Williams won it 
last year. Really cool stuff from the Brewers. So they have three All-Stars. I think there's a very good chance a fourth gets added. And who knows, maybe Omar Narvaez gets added before it's all said and done also because I think he is very deserving from a position player standpoint for the Brewers as well as a catcher. Here's what we have for you on the podcast today. We are going to catch up with Adrian Hauser, who has pitched so well for the Brewers as a, a fourth part of this rotation, kind of the number four. He's been outstanding. We're going to talk to Adrian about uh, his latest outing uh, this week against the Pirates, and he was really dominant, really had that sinker working. We'll talk to him in just a few moments. And also, we're going to talk to Devin Williams, who was the National League Reliever of the Year a year ago. Talk to him about his relationship with Josh Hader and how they form such a tough back part of the bullpen right now, one of the best in all of baseball. So let's jump into it. Let's talk to Adrian Hauser. Let's break it down. Really, it, it felt like you, you put together one of your best performances of the year, 103 pitches. That was the season high. Six and two-thirds was the season high as well. Uh, you look good out there. Did you, I'm sure you felt good. Yeah, you know, I've been felt pretty good out there last night. Been been really working on the bullpens, really working on some mechanical things and some key points just to try to keep keeping my mind out there. If I you know get it, get a little out of my mechanics and stuff like that, so I think that's been really paying off, and I think that showed last night. Adrian, the sinker is always a big pitch for you, and you put together a performance here last year that was one of your best performances of your career. Uh, early in the season, and, and, and then again last night, the sinker just seemed like it was such a huge pitch for you. You were throwing it for strikes and getting a lot of soft contact on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't think it's any secret that the sinker is a big pitch for me, and I use it a lot. And really good command of it last night after not being able to have that command the last two outings. And, you know, like I said, I think that equates to what we've been doing in my bullpens and the, just the mechanical keys that we've been keying on lately. And, you know, I think that really helped last night, and it's a big weapon for me. You work the curveball in a lot and, and get some good swing and miss with the fastball, too. Yeah, you know, that's what I've been trying to mix it up, not trying to stay too heavy on the sinker, you know, trying to pick my times and spots to, like, open it up and get, get the hitters off that pitch because, you know, I know they're going to be looking for that heavy. So, you know, definitely have to you know, get the off-speed pitches in there and some elevated fastballs and stuff like that to keep them off balance. We always talk about uh, this lineup. It's kind of a unique lineup. It doesn't strike out a lot. Uh, puts the ball in play a lot, but it's not an it's not a lineup that has a lot of power either at the same time. And so for a guy like you that likes to induce a lot of contact, likes to get those ground balls, you had 13 of your 20 outs, I think, last night via the ground ball. This this seems like a good matchup for you. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They're a very aggressive team. They want to get out there and get you know get some early contact and try to catch you early. And you know that's kind of plays into my strength. Just you know, just have to execute some pitches and you know make them hit my pitch and I'll not give them any mistakes. And you know I think I. We did a pretty good job of that last night, you know, picking our times and spots to go in and out and, you know, got them off balance and defense was, you know, playing great behind me last night and just like they have been all year. So it's, it's been great. How much fun is this right now? I mean, this has to be as much fun as most of you guys have ever had playing the game. I mean, 2018 was pretty special, but this has to be right up there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun right now. You know, everybody's just coming in every day, relaxed, chilled, and having a good time. And you know, we're just everybody's bringing the energy and feeding off each other. So, you know, it's, I think we're in a good, really good spot right now playing some really good baseball, and everybody's just, you know, going with that vibe. Yeah, you said it, feeding off each other. You can see that when you watch this team play right now. But there's also a belief. I mean, there's a confidence about you guys that, that I think has been there most of the year, but it's clicking on all cylinders right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that I think that's shown. There's a couple of these games that we've come comeback wins and stuff like that, especially like the Cubs game. We were down seven, but 
as soon as we got to the top end of the inning over, nobody really thought we were out of it. You know, we're just like, hey, come on, guys, we got this, chip away. And, you know, fortunately we did that. And, you know, there's no real give up in this team, and we're going to fight you all the way through nine innings and even longer if it takes. But, you know, I think everybody's just riding that and playing for each other and having a lot of fun. How much, when you, I mean, the All-Star break's eight days away at this point. And so how much do you guys have an eye on that, knowing that, okay, that's kind of a, the first half finish line, if you will, even though you're past halfway through the season, and, and just try to keep this thing going and, and finish this whole first half as, as fast as you can. Yeah, you know, I think I don't really think anybody's thinking about the all-star break, you know, here and there, you know, just talking about, you know, where they may go or something like that. But I think right now, as far as games go, I think we're just taking it day by day, coming into the field, being ready to play that day and win that day, and that's that's how we've just been going about it. We haven't really been thinking too far ahead of, ahead in front of us, just thinking about, every day, you know, thinking about that single day and going from there. This is year two with Omar behind the plate. Obviously, you're very familiar with Manny, and he's caught you for years. But a second year with Omar, how much easier has it been uh, in year two with being so much more familiar with each other and him understanding you? Uh, it's been great. You know, it's been a lot a lot easier. You know, we've been able to pick each other's brains, and we've been able to get on the page a lot. You know, we've been thinking, thinking right along with each other, and it, you know, he likes to know what I like to do, and he, I know how he likes to set up and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think we've been, it's been really great this year, you know, being able to have him back there for the second year, and it's, it's been great. Adrian, we appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. That is Adrian Hauser with us here on Brewers on Tap. And uh, Adrian's really pitched well for the Brewers this year. We told you six and two-thirds his last time out. He's starting to really put together some good performances for the crew and become that solid fourth starter that the Brewers are looking for. It's been a really, really positive thing that the Brewers have had health with Adrian Hauser. They've been able to hand him the ball every fifth or every sixth day, depending on kind of how the schedule falls. But his ERA's dipped below four now. It's a 3.94 ERA over 15 starts and 16 total appearances. He's eaten 82 and a third innings. Uh, on the year, he's getting those ground balls like you like to see. Very good stuff from Adrian Hauser. Devin Williams has also been very good here recently for the Brewers. It's been a little bit under the radar because you're talking so much about what Josh Hader's done and because Devin Williams last year was virtually perfect. Nobody really touched him all season long. Hadn't been that kind of a season so far for for Devin Williams, but the ERA is sitting at 319, and that's after a little bit of a rocky start to the year. For Devin, his last 11 outings have been really, really good. And and I think that's the thing you got to focus on with Devin. Now, he's he's throwing some pitches at times to get through these innings, but that's kind of being picky at this point. In his last 12 outings, he's given up one earned run in his last 12. He's walked six. He struck out 17 in 10 and two-thirds innings. That's a .84 ERA. That'll play. And that means that he's starting to get it locked in because that's a pretty good stretch where he's starting to get a feel for things. And he's starting to pitch very, very well. Had a chance to catch up with Devin this weekend in Pittsburgh and talk to him about how he's feeling. Brewers reliever Devin Williams is our guest. You've been on a great run here recently, Devin. And you have to feel really good about the way things are going, especially with the way this team is playing right now and with you and Josh forming that back of the bullpen along with Brad Boxberg. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think everyone's been doing their job extremely well. You know, uh, that's that's what a team is. It takes a whole bunch of individual 
components to you know accomplish a common goal and I think we've been doing that um, you know it's I feel like on the offensive side it's been a different different guy every day um, you know stepping up and making a big big play or getting a big hit and you know just coming as far as the bullpen goes we got guys that are stepping up just like in the Cubs game the other day we had Sanchez step up he threw 2.1 scoreless and then followed by Richards and Strickland I mean that was huge considering like kind of the state that our bullpen was in on that day for them to you know go out there and give us length and put up zeros and also allow us like give us a chance to come back in that game that was huge there's a real belief with this group right now I mean you can see it watching this team I'm sure you feel it internally yeah um, honestly this minor leagues major leagues this is the most fun I've had playing baseball and I believe that like our team is very close-knit you know if if someone messes up um, that next guy's gonna pick him up, and I, I think that's just like everyone's mindset the other, right now. Uh, honestly, coming out, we, we usually go out in the top of the third is when we when we typically head to the pen, like me and Hater and, and Box, um, and like being in the dugout. Then we were down seven to two at that point, and there was there was no let up. It was just you know we're coming back, so it's just a matter of when. Devin, last night you had to come into the game in kind of a non-traditional type of way where you're not really hot in the bullpen yet. You get the call, you got to come in, and you get as much time as you need to, but it's still different than getting loose in the bullpen. How challenging is it to kind of get yourself locked in that quickly? Uh, it was a little different. Uh, I've never warmed up on the mound out here before, so that was a, you know, a change for me, but we do that constantly. So you're constantly asked to make adjustments to, you know, like just adjust to new things, new surroundings. We're in a different city every three days, so I mean, it's all, it's all part of it. You are repping pitching ninja again today, and and you've become a phenomenon on there. We talk about it with you a lot. Um, is it wild to you, like how how much that account has just kind of really taken pitching and highlighted some of the great things that's going on from a pitching standpoint in the game? Yeah, I mean, I think. To be honest with you, I don't think the pitching side gets enough love. You know, we, they don't even pay attention to us. If we do our job, it's only if you don't do your job, then people talk about you. But, you know, I think he, did a, he does a great job of highlighting, like, the arm talent that we have in this league and just, you know, everyone's abilities to throw different pitches and make the ball move in different ways and things like that. And I think that gets overlooked, and he does a great job highlighting it. You, I just saw you playing catch with Josh during a stretch and getting yourselves ready to go for the for the game tonight. Josh is the NL reliever of the month for the month of June. You're the NL reliever of the year, the reigning NL reliever of the year. How fun is it for you two guys to to, to form this together and kind of push each other? And obviously, you have a great relationship. Yeah, uh, I love him, man. He's he's a great dude. We hang out quite a bit, you know, talk all the time, uh, kind of exchanging ideas like. He's kind of, you know, helped me with my slider. I kind of gave him a few pointers on his changeup, which he's just taken and ran with it. Like, he already had a good one, but, you know, just sharing those things up. You've seen how much his usage has gone up with that pitch this year, so it's obviously working for him. But, you know, it's it's great to have a guy like that that I can, you know, bounce things off of. Who He's got some more experience than I do. But we're both still kind of relatively the same age, even though he's kind of been around a little longer, but... It's really, it's really nice, honestly. Well, Devin, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for giving us some time. Best of luck again tonight. Thank you. Checking in on the farm.
All right, as we go down on the farm, we begin with the Brewers Minor League Players of the Month for June, Weston Wilson and Xavier Warren. And then the pitchers of the month were Ethan Small, the lefty who's now in AAA, and the 2019 first-round pick of the crew out of Mississippi State. And right-hander Abner Uribe, who is a big-time velo guy in Loe, Carolina. The Nashville Sounds 32-19 entering the day on Sunday. Weston Wilson on the weekend hit his ninth home run of the year, just continuing that torrid pace he was on in June right into July. Jamie Westbrook, recently named a Team USA for the Olympics, moved his on-base streak to 18 games on Saturday. And he had missed a few games because of a minor leg issue, but it looks like he's healthy and uh, ready to get going again in this lineup. Ethan Smalls, we told you, minor league pitcher of the month for June. He had six scoreless innings on Wednesday in his second AAA start. And Bowden Francis pitched very well again on Sunday night for the Nashville Sounds. He is another young arm to keep an eye on in this Brewers system. The Biloxi Shuckers were walked off on Sunday. They're 16-37. and 37. Tristan Lutz leads the team with seven home runs. 2018 first-round pick Bryce Terang's hitting uh, very well. 294, three home runs, 29 driven in going into Sunday's action. He has nine stolen bases, a team-high 10 doubles on the year. Also, the big news for the Shuckers, though, is they're getting Garrett Mitchell. He's going to be promoted because Garrett Mitchell has just basically toyed with high A pitching so far. He has been unbelievably advanced in high A for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. The 2020 first-round pick hitting 337 with three home runs, 14 driven in, and 12 stolen bases coming into Sunday's action. What did he do on Sunday? He went four for six. He hit two home runs, and he drove in six RBIs. I would say it was time to move him up. He's going to be challenged now in double-A with the Biloxi Shuckers. He's been unbelievable, really fun for Garrett Mitchell. The Timber Rattlers sitting at 25-28 and 28, uh, after their win on Sunday. LG Castillo's been really good for them. He's hitting 302, three home runs and 17 driven. And David Hamilton's stolen 31 bases. And on the mound, Justin Bullock has really done a nice job on the mound for Wisconsin. He began the year in low A, and he's been pitching well in high. He's 4-1 in five starts with Wisconsin so far this year. And he was the high A Central League Pitcher of the Month for June. He went 3-1 and with a 3.00 ERA over 24 innings in the month. Carolina is uh, losing somebody to Wisconsin. As we told you, Garrett Mitchell's moving up to double-A Biloxi. Well, that means somebody's got to go to Wisconsin, and that's going to be Joe Gray Jr., who's been amazing. Hit his 12th home run over the weekend. He has 53 RBIs. That's the most in minor league baseball coming in to Sunday. He is moving up to high A Wisconsin, but the Carolina Mudcats, uh, they have a winning record. Things are going really well for them. Xavier Warren, we told you about him. Had that big June on his way to Player of the Month. He hit 313, seven home runs, drove in 16, and he's swung the bat pretty well so far in June also. He has a 945 OPS so far on the season coming into the day. He was a third-round pick last year for the Brewers. They really did a nice job with those five picks. They maximized those five picks, no question. All those guys seem to have very good talent for this team moving forward. Okay, that's going to do it for us. We thank you for listening to this week's edition of Brewers on Tap. Episode 206 is in the books. We will talk to you again next week. Have a good one, everybody. Go Crew. I'm Lane Grindle.